Good morning. Welcome to With God at Dawn. Today we are reading a welcome to the heavenly home. Isaiah 26, verse 2. Open ye the gate, that the righteous nations which keepeth the truth may enter in. The life on earth is the beginning of life in heaven. We are children of the heavenly king, members of the royal family, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. The mansions Jesus has gone to prepare are to receive only those who are true, who are pure, who love and obey his word. If we would enjoy eternal bliss, we must cultivate religion in our home. Peace, harmony, affection, and happiness should be perseveringly cherished every day until these precious things abide in the hearts of those who compose the family. That which will make the character lovely in the home is that which will make it lovely in the heavenly mansion. If we manifest the character of Christ here, keeping all the commandments of God, we shall be cheered and blessed with glimpses of the pleasant home in the mansions Jesus has gone to prepare. Let all that is beautiful in our earthly home remind us of the crystal river and green fields, the waving trees and the living fountains, the shining city and the white-robed singers of our heavenly home. That world of beauty which no artist can picture, no mortal tongue describe. Oh, there are the loves and sympathies that God has planted in the soul will find truest and sweetest exercise, the pure communion with holy beings, the harmonious social life with the blessed angels and with the faithful ones of all ages. I didn't even realize that we would have communion with those who have lived from the beginning of time. the sacred fellowship that binds together the whole family in heaven and earth. It's a sacred fellowship. All are among the experiences of the hereafter. With unutterable delight, we shall enter into the joy and the wisdom of unfallen beings. I've always had this fear that I wouldn't know how to, um, how to fit in or how to live like that. I don't believe God would put us in a situation that he didn't provide understanding for. We can trust him in that. It is the privilege of parents to take their children with them to the gates of the city of God, saying, I have tried to instruct my children to love the Lord, to do his will, and to glorify him. To such, the gate will be thrown open, and parents and children will enter in. So, um, trying to find my place, I'm sorry, I am, oh, here we are, so did you catch that connection, <laughs> I, I saw it as I was reading, there's a connection between keeping God's law and manifesting the character of Christ, I mean, it's hard to catch things unless you're the one reading them, so I'll read that sentence again. It says, 
if we manifest the character of Christ here, keeping all the commandments of God, we shall be cheered and blessed with glimpses of the pleasant home in the mansions Jesus has gone to prepare. So, manifesting the character of Christ here is keeping all the commandments of God. That's what I thought. And the traits that were described as peace, harmony, affection, and happiness. That makes me wonder if we will live as families in those mansions. Oh, of course, it would make perfect sense that we, if we had small children, that we would be living as families. And it would be so much nicer, wouldn't it, to not be alone in the house. But I believe God has provision for every circumstance. It seems that as we think of our heavenly home, the more real it will be to us. Even though we don't even know what that would be like. We read that. God planted love and sympathy in our soul. So it must grow, right? I mean, anything that's planted grows, but how do we nurture it to grow? I'm going to look and see if I can find the answer in our reading. And, aha, wait. The first paragraph says, These traits should be perseveringly cherished every day until these precious things abide in the heart of those who compose the family. And I believe the more that we perseveringly cherish them and do them, that it makes an easily response in our children to just respond to that in the same way. And we are the example for them that they can follow. But it seems that out of kindness, God gives us these instructions, right? Because we are that by nature. We are fallen and we will have to persevere. We'll have to learn how to seal our lips at times and ask the Lord to give it time so that he can work with us. We will develop and grow. We have to persevere. We read this will make our character lovely and then we'll be cheered and blessed. So there's a reward because we can enjoy being cheered and blessed by persevering and our character changing. Even if it doesn't feel natural or real, We'll be blessed as well as those around us, especially those around us, if we persevere. <clears throat> and we're told that if we do, peace, harmony, and happiness will abide in our heart. Boy, we want that. Especially in the world in which we're surrounded. Because, boy, we just need peace to face the things that we have to face in our neighbors and in our lives. <coughs> so then... What God planted in our soul will find truest and sweetest exercise. Oh, uh, it's all right. <laughs> exercise will strengthen these things in our heart. And there's a couple of promises I found more than one that were good today. Psalms 111 verse 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all those who do his commandments. His praise endures forever. And Isaiah 42, verse 16. I will bring the blind by a way that they did not know. I will lead them in paths that they have not known. I will make darkness light before them and crooked places straight. These things I will do for them and not forsake them. The Lord knows what we have to deal with. 
that we feel like we're in the darkness, that we can't figure out the path that's crooked. He will promise to make it straight before us. And the dark things he will make light so that our understanding, we can comprehend. And the path of the righteous is shineth more and more into the perfect day, doesn't it? As we persevere. And uh, it's just a lovely reading today. Thank you for joining me. Let me close with prayer. Lord Jesus, thank you for your promises. That you would lead the blind by a way that they do not know and have not known. Some days we feel blind, Lord. But we know that you are preparing mansions for us. And we want that lovely character to bring with us into heaven so that we can fit in with everyone. Lord, we don't even know how to fit into the life that you have for us. But we do know and believe that you will give us the means and the understanding to comprehend it. That you will give us that gift right away to be able to play a harp and sing. That we can join in the choir immediately in praise and worship. Thank you, Lord, for these things. I pray for those who are here with me this morning. I don't know who they are, where they live, what their life is like. But you have promised that if they persevere, each one of these things, that you will give them peace and happiness. And that they will have the sweetest, truest exercise of their faith in their family. And I pray, Lord, you bless them for doing these things. In your name we pray, amen. Okay, brothers and sisters, I pray a blessing on you today and um, tomorrow we will begin a new subject. The object of heaven's supreme regard is a purified church and is very dear to the heart of God. God bless you today. I'll see you in the morning.